What's going on? How we doing, everybody? Welcome to another segment, man. Let's talk some NFL football. See what's going on around the league. Tonight's Monday night game, 8.15 p.m. The 11-2 Saints take on the 6-7 Carolina Panthers. Yesterday, the 5-9 Buccaneers played the Ravens, and the Ravens didn't play around. Ravens beat the Buccaneers 12-20. Atlanta Falcons over the Cardinals 40-14. The Cowboys and the Colts were the Colts shut out the Cowboys. They're both at 8-6. Miami Dolphins got spanked by the Viking by the Vikings. Why was I gonna say by the Vikings? The Eagles, 30-23 over the Rams. What a ridiculous interception that Jared Goff throws up. Still making them rookie mistakes as he's going down, tripping over a player's ankle. Throws the ball up. Interception for a big score. Rams lose two in a row. That could be a problem. The Bills and the Lions, now they're both at 5-9. and nine. The Bills coming out by one point over the Lions, 14-13 to 13 in that game. The Packers and the Bears, Aaron Rodgers needs to be accountable for what's going on with the Green Bay Packers now at 5-8-1. and eight and one. Getting beat by the Bears, 24-17. to 17. The Bears are now 10-4 on the season. And the Patriots and Steelers are a lot of New England Patriot fans. Like fair, you know, fair weather fans, you know, uh, you know, anytime the Patriots have adversity or they start to have negative things going around, Patriot fans are so fast to throw people under the bus. Get rid of this guy, get rid of that guy, man. People have bad days. You can't always have a 10-game winning season, man. But it is the first time in a long time. It's probably the first time since my my kid was like. 10 years old that the Steelers beat the Patriots so you know even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometime Steelers beat the Patriots 10 to 17 the Raiders and the Bengals Bengals beat the Raiders 30 to 16 at Paul Brown Stadium the Raiders are most likely might end up playing in San Francisco at Giants where the San Francisco Giants play um and then 2020 Raiders should start their season over there in Las Vegas. Redskins and the Jaguars. Redskins are 7-7. Seven and seven. Jaguars not doing as good as they anticipated at 4-10. and 10. Redskins got a victory 16-13 to 13 in that game which was held yesterday in Jacksonville at TIAA Bank. But Jacksonville, they really got to figure something out going. Nine completions for 17 attempts in that game. You know, and the Redskins had 16 for 25 with 151 yards and one touchdown. So, you know, so, you know, but the Redskins, Dan Schneider, he tried to put a good team together. And it looks like they were making some progress until all their players fell apart. They brought in every quarterback except Colin Kaepernick, and it's a shame because 
I know a lot of people don't like Colin Kaepernick, but the last time Colin Kaepernick played, I want to say he had a 90-point-something quarterback rating, and he actually brought the San Francisco 49ers to two NFC Championship games his last two seasons in the league. So sooner or later, you got to bring this guy in and give him a shot. The San Francisco 49ers are 4-10. Well, Jimmy G wasn't, you know, Mr. Flexibility forever, right? But they got over on the Seahawks. They're falling apart. Seahawks are 8-6. 49ers are 4-10. 49ers over Seattle, 26-3. Tennessee and the New York Giants. <clears throat> My brother's a Titans fan. My son's a Giants fan. They both attended the game. They said it was very cold, very wet. The Tennessee comes out ahead, shutting out the Giants. That's two NFC East teams getting shut out. Dallas Cowboys got shut out. And the New York Giants got shut out. The Browns played Saturday. And they played the Broncos. 17-16. Browns win. Browns won more games this season than they probably did in the last four years. You know, a lot of people don't know how the Browns got their name. They was actually at one point... They was actually one of the best teams in the AAFC, which was a league back in uh, back in the 50s that that was very competitive with the NFL. And the Browns coach, um, the team was named after him pretty much. And, you know, so on you have it. But Browns haven't had a winning season since Bill Belichick coached the Browns. And I think the last, you know, you believe that the last game Bill Belichick played with the Browns, I think they played against the Patriots in a playoff game and they beat the Patriots, knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs. The Texans and the Lonely Jets. Texans won that game 29 to 22. Chargers beat Kansas City by one point. That was a great two point conversion at the end. They could have went for the guarantee and tie it up, but nope, they went for the win. Chargers didn't come. To tie, Chargers came to win. Well, that's your NFL rundown. Thank you for sticking around. It's Mikey Rebello. Always keep it real. Always keep it authentic. And always keep it 100. What's going on? Welcome to another segment. How we doing, man? We're looking in the NFL playoffs today. There was some crazy, crazy things going on. The Steelers finally beat the Patriots, man. I mean, it was a very sloppy win versus the Patriots. I mean, both teams should have a lot to be concerned about going into the, the playoffs, man. I'm going to tell you straight up right now. The Steelers, man, I mean, that was a very, very big win. 17-10 over the New England Patriots in Week 15. I mean, there was a lot of postseason implications in this game. But neither team looked like like they were even ready for the postseason this year i mean a december game between two postseason you know main main opponents they all did stuff wrong i mean neither the neither the patriots or the steelers clinched the playoffs of playoff spot yet i mean they're both in great shape really soon to guarantee that their season goes into the playoffs but Sunday made it even harder to trust that either team 
has what it takes really to get another Super Bowl or even go very far into the playoffs. Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, I mean, them guys both together. There was some some ugly, ugly plays on 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 both of their their parts, man. The Steelers could have taken a commanding lead over the Pats several points in the game. But the two biggest opportunities came when Roethlisberger threw an interception to Duran Harmon as the Steelers were starting to move into Patriot territory. I mean, that was the first one, and it was definitely overthrown when the Steelers, again, they were threatening to extend their lead to double digits even before halftime. I mean, with four picks in five regular season games versus Pittsburgh, Deron Harmon, he seems to have Pittsburgh's number. I mean, the second one, though, it was kind of forced into traffic when the Steelers needed points in the fourth quarter, man. But neither was as bad as Brady's friggin' lobbing a ball into the Steelers' secondary, right? When falling backwards. You know, I just gave Jared Goff a, a whole load of crap for doing the same damn thing. And here Brady goes. And Joe Hayden comes out of nowhere. Makes a good play on the ball right to the end. And that was a drive that really ended with a field goal for the for the Patriots. But in a season when quarterbacks racking up stats at crazy, crazy numbers. Brady and Roethlisberger, two of the game's best. Hovering around the league's average this year in passing. I mean, both of them guys have well-respected reputations, right, for picking up their play in the playoffs. They both seem to excel in the playoffs. Brady has five Super Bowl wins. Roethlisberger has two. So both of them, they could wear a ring every day of the week. But both are in the twilight of their career, and is age going to be a factor? Are they going to start to slow down? Is it going to start to show? If the Patriots and the Steelers hope to have a shot, they need their future Hall of Fame quarterbacks to reign their elite form because average just isn't going to get you into the playoffs. Penalties, penalties, penalties. Did I say penalties? I mean, by the final whistle of the game, New England had 14 penalties for 106 yards. And that is really... That is a, a terrible number for a team that's Bill Belichick coached. I mean, his team usually play disciplined football, but not this week. I think since 04, the Patriots picked up over 12 penalties in just one other game. And um, I think that was the 30-7 win over the Vikings in week 2 in 2014. So, they're making too many errors in December, and that's very, very concerning, man. I mean, they don't usually make these kind of errors. Um... You know, including the losses to the Lions, the loss to the Titans. They blew it against the Dolphins. New England does have wins against the Chiefs, Bears, Texans, and Colts. You know, which they are all playing very, very well. So can they, can they pick it up? Can they play a little bit better? What, their only touchdown of the day was it was just an easy throw. That you'll ever see Brady make. I think the Steelers blitzed on, on that one. And I'm not sure if um, if Josh Gordon was double or triple covered. But I know that left no one open for Chris Hogan. Who has been very, very good. Who 
went to college as a rugby player or a lacrosse player. You know, I've been playing very well with the Steelers. I mean, he didn't have a Steeler defender, I don't think, anywhere around him. And so that was an easy 63-yard touchdown. I mean, the Patriots, I think, didn't they have another chance to score on the game-tying touchdown? I think Julian Edelman was wide open also for a 34-yard gain with under two minutes left in the game. So there was a lot of things, I mean... So holding the Patriots to 10 points was very impressive. But I think the Steelers really need to really close up some holes in their secondary. If they think they're going to beat the Chiefs, the Chargers in the playoffs, Steelers really need to step it up. I mean, are they kicking problems going away? Chris Bogswell? Is he going to keep his job at the end of the friggin' season? I mean, the 48-yard field goal in the final minutes to extend uh, the lead to seven. But he missed the 32-yarder earlier in the game. I mean, that would have gave Pittsburgh a much comfortable lead. His kick at the end of the game probably saved his butt for now. But we'll see if he's going to be the kicker in the playoffs. But if I was the Steelers nation, I'd be worried about Chris Bogswell, man, missing a 32-yarder, you know. But um, them field goals are not easy. They're really tough to get, you know. So, But we'll see what happens with him. But that's the NFL. There ain't no room for no errors. I mean, before this week, the Steelers actually held tryouts for kickers, man. But they ended up sticking with Boswell probably because of experience. Um, you know, someone signed with the Jaguars last week. So there's really less kickers left in the league. But don't rule out the Patriots either or the Steelers. I mean, they are good contenders. And they usually step up their game, really, when it's time to play football, right? You know, I mean, can we really have faith in the Chargers or the Chiefs? I mean, if you go back to how it usually is with these two teams, they always do something to screw shit up in the playoffs. The Steelers needed a win, though, really, after back-to-back -back losses, and they had them backed up in the damn corner. So they probably ain't going to spend a lot of time going over that. But they got the win. I'm sure they're happy with it. Um, really, was Sunday another indication, really, that clear-cut top teams in the AFC are both in the AFC West? The Patriots and Steelers, they have serious problems to work out if they want to make a run for a title. But thanks for listening. It's Mikey Rebello. Can we keep it real? Always authentic, always 100. And we're back. Listen, very important. If you are being bullied, or if you know someone that's being bullied, let someone know, intervene, step in right away. Or if you're feeling depressed, or you're feeling you want to hurt yourself, either call 911, or call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. And if you are the one that's bullying somebody and you're listening to this podcast, you know, give it up. You don't wanna you don't wanna live life like that, man. If you can't control 
your actions now. How are you going to control your own life? But thank you for listening. It's, it's your boy Mikey. Keep it real. Keep it a hundred. And stop bullying. I've always been told that I'm too small. I know you see we balling. I'm not fat. You see we balling. I don't have what it takes. Who let them dogs out? That red and black finna win the game. To be the best and stay the What's going on? How you doing? The NFL playoff picture is really heating up, man. There's a lot of teams, a lot of heads are rolling today, waking up Monday morning. A bunch of teams got eliminated, and only two teams was able to step up in the playoff hunt. Week 15 is nearly complete. Just one more game left. The Saints and the Panthers are still to come. And that game's going to carry a lot of playoff implications, let me tell you. But neither team right now can clinch anything at all. Or they can eat, or they cannot even be eliminated tonight. So, we'll see what happens, but they still got to fight for a win. There was a lot of eliminating going on this week, and a lot of people are going to be fired. Seven more teams, you can cross them out, stick a fork in them. Only two teams... Stepped up to join with the other playoff teams. But that right now is probably going to set up a great final two weeks of the NFL. The NFC. This NFC race is coming down to three open spots for six potential teams. The AFC. Every division is pretty much still up for grabs right now. But no first round buys have even been secured yet. Week 15 and we really don't have a first round buy locked up yet. And a few teams though, they do have the opportunity to do it this week. Will that happen? We don't know. But let's break down how the week 15 implicated the NFL playoff picture. What didn't change? The Cowboys were lassoed by the Colts. They were shut out. So that being said, with Washington winning, Philly winning, Jerry Jones, you're out of luck again. No playoffs for the Cowboys. But they could have made it in with a win or if Philly lost, but Washington, they didn't lose. So what happens? The Rams, imagine that the Rams right now, as good as the Rams been all season, there's a chance that they cannot get a first round bye. And of course, yes, we know they're fighting for a first round bye. But they failed to get it for the second week in a row. Like the Rams, the Saints won their division already and are hoping for a first round bye. But they can't really get it yet. As a result, because the Bears won. The Seahawks failed to lock down a playoff spot. With a loss to the 49ers. The Eagles on Sunday Night Football avoided being eliminated from the NFC East contentions with a win over the Rams. Now let's talk about what has changed in the NFL. The Bears beat down the Packers. The Packers are in trouble right now. Aaron Rodgers, he has to have some of the blame. 
They sent the coach, Mike McCarthy, packing. And if you were listening to WWBQ a couple weeks, WBLQ, a few weeks ago, a friend of the stations called up and said, you know, pretty much Aaron Rodgers don't want you there. You're not going to be there. But you got the Giants, the Packers, the Lions, the Bucks. They were all eliminated after a loss and a Minnesota win. So I wonder what's going on in Green Bay with all this. The NFL is heating up. The NFL is out of control. With them teams eliminated, that started off pretty decent. A Minnesota win also bounced the Falcons, who won on Sunday, out of contention. So you have teams that are out, teams that are in. Who was the best this year, this week, and who was the worst in the NFL when we come back? How we doing? If you're looking for a good podcast, you can check out Anchor.fm, Can We Keep It Real, on one of the following platforms. Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And also check out the other podcast channel at anchor.fm, Bulldogs Report. So check us out on one of the major supporting podcast listening platforms. Apple iTunes, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. It's your boy Mikey, host of Can We Keep It Real? Always keep it real, always keep it authentic, and always keep it 100.